Welcome to What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef is proudly supported by Suncorp Bank, helping local producers through the ups and downs since 1902. Each week we will introduce you to people working in the beef industry and some of the characters that help deliver the iconic event that is Beef Australia. Pitch in the Paddock is one of Beef Australia's showcase events. It's where innovators and entrepreneurs in the ag tech space spend a few gruelling months preparing a three-minute pitch to some of the most well-connected funders in the country. Not only do they have a $10,000 prize up for grabs, but access to influential networks and decision makers. At Beef 21, nine finalists took to the stage to vie for the top goal. Let's meet them. Woodford and I'm the CEO and founder of AxiChain and we've uh, digitised the red meat supply chain from farm to fork. How long have you been working on this and what has the process been like? Um, so technically we've been working on it just over two and a half years but the idea has probably been you know, moving for a decade. What were you working in to have this light bulb moment? Previously I was actually working in a, um, I was actually more in resources and the problem I found was more about cross-border trade and it was a very clunky process and so trying to work out how we can help small medium enterprise access international markets easily and then the paperwork because like in a beef commodity transaction it's 20 documents um, and then the payment process which is uh, um, you know letters of credit which are 10 steps for banks slow costly I think it's 2021 we can do better so those are the three key areas we set out to fix and how have you fixed them what does it what does it look like so it's an end-to-end digital supply chain so we've built there's actually four apps but two are live and um, as we uh, streamline the technology, there'll be a single app where people can choose different products that suits them. So we're not forcing people to use every single product. We're just uh, trying to put it in a way where um, people can use the products that help their business. And if you win today, what, what's going to happen? How does this help you? Oh, well, you know, we've got a team of 17, so it goes into the machine. <laughs> Emma Black, co-founder and chief operations officer of Black Box Co. And I'm Shannon Spate, CEO of Black Box Co. So Black Box is a cloud-based software program that ingests the raw production data from right along the beef supply chain. So everything from on-farm through to abattoir. We then clean, analyse, validate that data and turn it into practical insights that producers can use to make on-farm decisions to increase their productivity and their profitability. And I guess, you know, that, that came out in your questions that you were just asked too, that it is about the analysis and not about collecting data. And how important is it and how different is that particular part of what you're doing? Yeah, we really see that as our unique skill that we're good at. You know, there's, there's plenty of collection methods out there and people are utilising them um, and they've become familiar, they've trained staff in them so we're not trying to reinvent the wheel in the yards where it's going to slow everything down. It's about take, making that time and investment really useful. And you've been, you've been using this for a while, you've, you've put it out to industry, you've got good clients, so what kind of feedback are you getting? 
So we've built it with industry from the start and I guess we set about developing this because industry really needed a solution. So we've had overwhelming feedback from industry. Um, we've got a lot of people that wanting to collaborate with us from right along the supply chain um, and we're really looking forward to pushing it out further. Um, and just to add to that, we've just finished raising, we, we aim to raise $1 million in capital and we ended up raising one5 and, and turning away investors. So I think that really shows the strength in the industry and and the future of ag tech. You, you've obviously having some pretty big board meetings and some pretty amazing you know opportunities, but you've you've fronted up to pitch in the paddock. How does this kind of experience compare to some of those other meetings that you've had? Oh, we've never had an experience like Pitch in the Paddock. I guess we've pitched a lot of times, but not to a big audience like this. But Beef Week's been amazing to meet new people, catch up with the people that we haven't had a chance to meet with yet and, and find new industry partners. You had really good questions and feedback from the judges then. So how does that you know round out the experience? Oh, that's good. I think we're both looking forward to a beer, to be honest. <laughs> So my name is David Philpot, and I've just been talking about the Mappypedia software solution. Okay, so the Mappypedia uh, use case that I spoke about just then was talking about um, how it fits in with the Ceres tags. So Ceres tag have launched uh, a new smart tag that attaches to the ear of cattle uh, this week at Beef. These uh, tags, they don't actually come with any software, so I've provided the Mappypedia software to work with those tags so that farmers can make sense of the data that's coming from them. So how did you come up with this idea? Were you so I've actually had a passion for um, mapping and, and data for a long time. It's been a hobby for a while and now I'm sort of trying to move into the commercial space. So when the uh, Ceres tag opportunity came along, I thought, okay, yeah, it would be great to partner with Ceres and see if I can develop something that's going to be of use. Where have you been testing it and what, what, what's come out of that? The initial testing has been done on cattle at Elleron Station, north of Alice Springs. And the, this testing has, has been going really well. We've probably been testing for about a month and a half now. And it's shown that the solution's working end-to-end. Uh, the farmers have been saying that they've been getting some good insights out of the use of these tags and, and the software that comes along with it. And so what was the, the experience like here? What made you want to come up and stand on a stage in front of all these people and, and pitch? Yeah, sure. So the main thing I'm really looking for is more customers and just to get more awareness. Yeah, it it was really just to to get um, some experience and to get some exposure. And it's it's certainly an area that I have a lot of passion in. And um, and I think that, you know, being able to display data on maps in in useful and innovative ways is something that provides a lot of value to a lot of people. Data collection is is such a common uh, occurrence now. Trying to make sense of that data can become a real challenge sometimes. Absolutely, and has that been the reaction from pastoralists or, or from graziers that you've been talking to about this? Uh, so the the, one, the people that I've been talking to directly, I'm not sure if they have other systems in place, but certainly um, it, it's a, it, looking at the theme of beef and a lot of the other tech solutions that are out there, there's quite a few people talking about you know large data and, and how to manage that. So I, I see this as, a, as a, you know, a, a useful piece in that puzzle. And what happens next? So we've, we've pitched, even if you don't win, what's the, what's the next step? Yeah, so certainly um, initially will be to, to try and grow the, the number of customers as Sarah's tag sells more tags. But we're also looking to integrate with other software uh, vendors. So this, this um, Mappypedia solution can integrate with other software. So if you do have your own software and you want to you know, embed maps into it, then you don't necessarily have to write those maps yourselves. You can embed the Mappypedia maps into your, uh, into your software. 
my name's Megan Miller and I'm from Braidwood Station down near Junda and I just pitched for Herd Excel. So Herd Excel is an app and web-based format that helps beef producers to retain more of their profit through um, better, more informed um, decision making. So how did you come up with this idea? Uh, so my husband was creating all of these Excel spreadsheets at home and um, he found them so beneficial to creating more profit for the business that we manage and he really wanted them available in an app format so he could use them when he was out and about in the paddock or at a cattle sale um, and so together we um, thought about creating that for ourselves and then we thought that that might benefit other beef producers as well. Who actually do like Excel spreadsheets a lot more than they think they do. <laughs> Well, it's, I guess it compare, it's different though because it, it, um, I'm someone who doesn't like Excel spreadsheets so, and Andrew loves them, so it covers on both of us. So I, you don't have to, we do all the hard work for you, so you don't have to create those spreadsheets. It's all done for you. It's simple, easy to use. You don't need a lot of financial literacy to be able to um, you know, use it to compare some of your different options and whatnot. What's been the reaction to, to people you've shared this with or... Uh, yeah, it's been all very positive, um, which is exciting, and um, it's great because the, you know we just want to get the word out there so that because pe- we want feedback from people so that we can keep developing it and develop and create tools and calculators that the beef producers want and are useful and beneficial to their businesses. So, what made you want to pitch for pitch in the paddock? I didn't want to pitch for pitch in the paddock. So. <laughs> no, one really does. Yeah. no. So, uh, yeah, and- Andrew's still working out um out on the at Braidwood. And so, yeah, I was um, the only other person who could come and do the pitch, but, yeah. And how did you feel it went? Like, you obviously, this isn't a natural fit for you up on this stage, and, you know, there's a lot of people in that audience. So how, did, how was the experience? Well, I, my husband always tells me that nothing good comes out of comfort zones, and I was very much out of my comfort zone up there, but um, I'm really pleased that I got to, to do it because it's, it's an experience it's all about learning, but it was unbelievably nerve-wracking and um, terrifying for me so I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> and what did you think about the feedback from the judges? They, they really liked it? Uh, you know what I can't even remember what they said because it's, it's like I'm, oh yeah, I'm just so relieved that yeah I, I really can't if you ask me what questions they ask me I can't remember. <laughs> what do you hope comes out of this even if you don't win like what's what's the next step? Oh, for us, it's not at all about winning. It's just about um, getting it out there and getting people to test it for the next six months so that um, we can keep updating new tools and calculators and make it for the actual beef producer. So it's just that exposure that, that we wanted to get out of it. So hopefully lots of people download it and, um, and can get some benefit out of it and tell us what needs to be changed and used and stuff. Congratulations. That was such a great presentation. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, hi, I'm Nick Seymour from Farmo. I've just presented the Water Rat. It's a tank or trough water level sensor that floats in your tank, so it's not fixed to anything. Okay, so you've just presented at Pitch in the Paddock. How did you come up with this idea? You've got a background in agriculture and design, which is fascinating on its own. I came up with the idea because, firstly, I wanted to... I've also got a cattle property, right, and I wanted to know how much water there was in the troughs, and the first idea was actually fixed, and I soon realised how strong I had to make those fixing and how complicated and difficult it was for farmers to actually install it and it was actually my brother-in-law that said Nick that's mine mine. wouldn't it be better if we just just throw it in the water and walk away you're going to get criticism for an idea that you have it takes a little while to you know to to accept but the next day I thought about it I thought no Bruce you're right 
that would be better if we can throw it in the water. So I have to give credit to my brother-in-law. Yeah, I know he'd love this too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Bruce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess, and you know, we are in a in a COVID world now. You said that this is an Australian manufactured product. How important is that to you? Look, it's super important, but I don't do that uh, for any other reason. That it's the best place to do it. You know, we've got a, a, great relationships with the people that are making the mould and also doing the electronics, uh, and that's and that's fantastic. But when I go, we, we, we Australia is a small, small part of the agricultural world globally. Running for beef, for instance, we're only two percent. So we are intending to go overseas and to America. And if we go to America, who knows? We might make some there. No, if you if you win today, what are you going to do with your winnings? What what, what kind of platform is this going to make? Well, first of all. <laughs> Jade, my daughter, made me promise I'd buy her a $300 set of headphones. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> yeah. no, we'll so now I've got 9700 left. And it just we're, we're a bootstrapping startup. So it just goes straight into developing product, paying you know the engineers and all that sort of stuff, and just gets the product to market faster. And what kind of reaction have you had from some of your customers so far? Reactions like, Nick, where's the water wrap? We want to do the heading. We'll get started on the heading. We can't go and, you know... Check, check the cows at this time so we've just had a really like visceral response to to you know you, i'm speaking to people on tractors and that sort of thing and it's it, yeah it's just been a real a really appreciative positive feedback just about we all know how much stress you know looking after waters all the time calls us and i sort of hear the the relief of that stress a lot of time my name's rob stewart i'm from wollambilla in near roma I invented a castration knife that's um, safer and much more efficient to use. Well, you're holding it in your hand right now, so can you tell me what sparked the idea for you to do this and then what was the process like about putting it together? I've I've had the idea in my head for a long time. I've seen a number of injuries. I've had a few myself. And there was nothing out there that used a scalpel that didn't have an exposed scalpel. Uh, Mine takes away the exposure of the very sharp blade and um, makes it a lot easier. What has the product testing been like? I haven't shared it around a lot. I haven't been really been able to, but we do use it all the time at home. So it's a. I sent this one away um, just before this competition for manufacturing purposes, and um, we were lost without it. So it was yeah. And so, what do you feel like? How do you feel like the judges reacted to your pitch? I thought they were pretty positive. I think some of them might have been a little bit lost with the idea, but um, yeah, they they. I think deep down they're number crunches, but. Um, you know, it'll have to be a product that pays for itself. And if you like, if you win today, what's next? Where are you going to take this? Um, that's a really good question. I'll try and have, have a talk to some people here this afternoon, I suppose. I'll, I'll see who taps me on the shoulder. Sounds exciting. Thanks so much for that. Thank you. Uh, my name's Tim Gentle, and I pitched PharmXR today. It's an augmented reality glasses solution for agriculture. Well, what I'm trying to do is uh, get rid of the phone. Um, you know, I'm out on the farm. Uh, if I can put on some glasses and see what I can see on my phone, well, fantastic. Uh, so that extends from seeing it in military and seeing it in mining and then seeing it in health. I'm thinking, hey, if they're doing it, why can't agriculture do it? Because agriculture is a very hands-on uh, workplace, I guess. And it's dangerous. You know, so for example, I can uh, you know look look at a cow, understand uh, its number, its health, its heart rate, and I don't have to pull out my phone or look at a device. I can focus on what I'm meant to be doing, which is understanding the cow. So you've obviously had this idea. You've you've um, done the prototype. What feedback have you been having? 
Well, we've got a trade stand here at the Ken Coombs Tech Yard, right? So I've had people coming up all week. Um, they put it on and they see this hologram of a farm, this digital twin, and then they start tatting, tapping things and it's like Scotty beamed me up. They don't actually believe it was possible, but we've got it working. What I'm really waiting for, though, is the glasses to become a cost-effective solution. At the moment, they're 5K, but I'm not waiting now until they come down in price i'm developing so i can get ready for that and now this is a fairly unique experience pitch in the paddock what made you want to come and pitch in this platform it forced me to bring everything and get it ready i mean you know a lot of entrepreneurs have these wonderful ideas but what pitches actually made me do is stand up and get ready and so the last six weeks i've just been deep 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 in getting this ready and i'm so proud of what we've done in six weeks in terms of getting ready for the pitch but, uh, yeah, I would say number one reason, if you're going to say you've got to do something, go and do it. How do you feel about the, the judges' feedback and the questions? Really good. Um, connectivity is always a problem in the bush. So what I wanted to do was say that there's more beef producers than just in cattle stations. You know, I've worked on a cattle station for several years. But my uh, sister, she's got a beef property in uh, Gippsland. She's got perfect 4G down there. So what we have to do is just, uh, I think uh, a lot of people bottle uh, neck uh, producers into these big cattle stations. Whereas, correct, and I get that. Um, but no, I mean, as I said, my sister's running 300 head at Angus in Gippsland and she's doing great. My name is Tyrone Davis and I'm Trackers Traps. Trackers Traps is an easy to use pig trapping device that saves your back. Um, it's easy to set up, it has an innovative door to be more effective in trapping feral pigs. Uh, trapping feral pigs was a big hobby of mine as a child and when I moved into the feedlot construction game I seen it was a great problem and they pretty much told me I need to get rid of this problem for them for them to um, profit and reduce costs in the, in the feedlot industry. And why is that? Because the pigs are coming in and eating the feed and they just need them out of there, they make a mess? Yeah mate, eating the feed, affecting the water quality, competing with the cattle and destroying fences and, and upsetting the, the native rivers and, and those sorts of things. Now you said, you know, trapping pigs is something you've been doing for 20 years, that's okay. Not pitching on a stage with people everywhere. What made you want to take this to the next level? I feel as though that the knowledge that we collected and the data that we have over these years, um, hands-on data that we could put it out to the people. It's debuted here at Beef Week on Monday. Put it out to the people, see what they think, and see if I can see if I can help them on on their property. How do you feel that it was received by the judges? I thought I had a pretty good case there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to pitch a pig trap to Microsoft, but um, he was all about protecting the environment, which was good. So, if you win today, what what are you going to do with the with the platform? Uh, just marketing and try and get it out there and, and get it in front of the people and communities. I know uh, Fitzroy Basin Association wants me to do a road show with them to go around with all the communities and, and show them what I've got and how I can help their property. You've got a, a stand, as you said, at, at here at Beef 21. So what are people saying when they're coming in and having a look? Oh, they're saying it's a great product. It's simple. It's nifty. Scott Morrison, give me a hand to set one up. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, does he trap pigs often, do you reckon? No, he can get a job with me if he wants. He went all right. And, and a few other government bodies, bodies tackling, this, um, tackling this issue are uh, really looking and are very interested in water quality and all that sort of stuff. So. And to round out the group of nine finalists, I caught up with Jack Travers, who came up with the concept of Truck Tracker after he had time to reflect on the day's events. Basically, in that, in that role as a, not so much a cattle buyer, but as a livestock manager, you're really exposed to a whole lot of inefficiencies there in, in the industry. And it, it all just stems from cat, like moving cattle from producer onto the, down the supply chain, basically. So 
and in there there's there's just a few problems where I suppose things have evolved around it but just in that space there are some some industry challenges there and you know it's things like there's no transparency during transportation poor communication between you know producers transporters and and you know the destination whether that's a, you know a processor who I sort of term processes as feedlots sale yards abattoirs so uh, there's no real time reporting systems for you know even just for, for basic trip details or or animal welfare issues um, that can happen during transportation um, and there's a, you know there's efficiency gains that are being missed and Basically, and then there's yeah, the paperwork is, is another bit of an issue. Um, and so as a livestock manager in, in Rocky, I was really exposed to that, um, to, well, to all those sort of problems on a daily basis. And then basically, you know, my role, my role there was to, to sort of solve these problems. And I just sort of got tired of, the, you know, the same old Band-Aid solutions. And so started to think of a, of a better way to do it. And that's where I came up with the idea for, for Truck Tracker. So it's exactly, if you think of, what, you know, when you've ordered an Uber and you can watch it coming towards you. So it works exactly the same. And then by connecting producers, transporters and, and processors, um, you can actually solve a lot of those issues in one go. So, um, so I sort of thought of the idea there. And then it actually, actually made my job a bit worse. How's that? Well, once I had a solution in my head, but I couldn't have access to it, so that made it a little bit frustrating for me. So then I, I thought, oh, well, I, you know, I want to have a crack at this and try and build this solution um, because the, the industry is, like, a bit complex as well. So, I mean, if, like, if Tees was to build that up, they wouldn't be able to work with, you know, JBS or Binder or other processes with that. So I realised that there needed to be like an independent company to create this solution that could work across everyone. Sort of, yeah, I just basically decided to give it a crack and have a go. And so what, at what stage of production or, or, you know, development is it? So we've pretty much built most of the platform um, and we're now beta testing with Condobri Feedlot. So we've got a version in the stores that's downloadable, but um, we're just taking our time to get the tech right. Um, we're adding a lot more stuff in um, in terms of like the information management side of things. Uh, and we've sort of got a final tech sprint on at the moment. And then from there, we'll look to sort of scale usage as we move into the later stages of our trial plan with Condobri. You were here as part of Pitch in the Paddock. What made you want to go and be part of that experience? Uh, well, I thought it was like, a, one, it's a great competition. So I wanted to be part of it. And it was a really good timing for us as well. I, bet, I guess like our goal this beef week has just been to come up here and say, create awareness and say this is what we're doing this is why we're doing it this is where we're up to um and pitching the paddock was a was a no-brainer really how was the preparation for that uh yeah it was um it was good it was great to go through the whole process of it and i've never done anything like that before Um, but to write the pitch to learn it uh, practice it um it was great yeah so you didn't win on the day but what how valuable is that experience and what can you take away from that Oh, so valuable. Just to get up there and, and to do it, it just even once is, was great. I think, uh, I think I take a lot of confidence out of that and I'm really keen to, to do more of those sort of things um, and just keep it going from here. So the, the result's not important. It was going through the process of it all and, and preparing it and getting up there and delivering it and, and then what we, where we take it from here. So. And what about the conversations with the judges and that kind of exposure to the, the calibre of people there? Oh yes, yeah, amazing! Like, to be able to have a chat with those guys is um, a huge opportunity. Really, some some very high-profile 
tech guys there. So um, that was great as well. It's my pleasure to announce our winner today, who is the wonderful Black Box. G'day, Bruce Creek from Thomas Elder Consulting. Alex McCauley from Startup Oz. Uh, Bevan Slattery, Rocky Boy, did a bit of tech. So, an amazing array of people pitched to you today. What did you think of the ideas? Yeah, it was great. There was some really stuff that had come to the market very quickly, some that was developed and some needed a little bit more, but it was a great example of, of where tech future is going and, and the extremes. Yeah, nine great products and nine great founders as well, really good pitches, and um, everything from you know a castration knife right through to really advanced kind of AI and machine learning-led software, so a range of stuff. Yeah, exactly it. And I think that what was really interesting is trying to judge such a diverse range, but also diverse in terms of where they are on their journey. So it kind of got really hard near the end. We kind of had to pick something that we think has wide use and, and really good, but at the same time, something that had probably bigger potential but at the same time, it's uh, earlier in its stage, so it's kind of where we kind of got to at the end. The diversity, as you mentioned, was, was pretty incredible and maybe an indication of how diverse the beef industry is in terms of, of engagement and what, what um, the potential there is. How do you think uh, a lot of these products will go following this? Look, there's so many um, new technologies hitting the market. The beef, beef price has never been better. You know, we're at records high, so people have got it to spend at the moment but they're looking for the efficient use and something that actually help their business quickly and be effective at, and proof of cost is where it's going to be in the end. Yeah, look, agriculture is a $50 billion export industry for Australia, so I think we're just at the start of the journey of ag tech in this country and I think we can be world-class producers of ag tech and some of these companies might be in that mix. Yeah, um, I think to be globally competitive... We need to make sure that we're as efficient as possible, and, and, and that's you know everything from start, but really up to yield management as well. And that's probably what kind of got me at the end with with the winner was, you know that that opportunity to improve that yield management, which is how you stay competitive. Well, it's solving it's solving problems, isn't it? Now, Bevan, you know I I did hear a little bird just before Black Box obviously did win, but you have backed. Uh, one of the other competitors uh, straight off the bat. So that's a real indication of the strength of, of talent in this field. Yeah, look, it was 50-50 between, you know, young, emerging, you know, wider kind of blue ocean opportunity with uh, a black box, you know, and then you had this castration tool, right, which, which has great application, immediate application, great safety, and I, I, we almost basically flipped a coin at the end and said, no, that application's there, but I wanted him to win as well, so I, I walked up and I asked him how much does it cost for the injection moulding uh, to do it, he said $12,000, I said, okay, I'll, I'll buy the injection moulding for you, I'll give you the $12,000, because, uh, because they were that close, they were that good, it, great for him to get a start and get going. You guys are all at the top of your field in, in the various applications, what do you think um, a day like today says for the Australian beef industry? I think it says that the beef industry is, is there with the rest of the economy at the cutting edge for Australia on technology. You know, you really you want to see industries like this succeeding and succeeding with technology, um, propping it, you know, pushing it along. So it's just fantastic. Oh, you've only got to look at the gate takings and the people walking through the gate in the last three days and have 200 people to come in and sit down with nine startups to see what's the future. And, and if you look at the crowd, you know, there's people out there from all extremes, from mostly 20 to 80, and it's all positive. So that's great. It's just a great turn up for the event. 
Yeah, hi there. I'm David Halpin. I'm the um, in charge of strategy and operations for our small, medium and corporate business for Microsoft Australia. And that's the part of our business where all our ag producers fall in in Australia. So I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Now you're here also as a, as a judge at Pitch in the Paddock. So you had nine people stand up in front of you today. What does that, what they pitched say to you about the, the future of our industry? Yeah, well, look, there were some fantastic um, ideas on show today, and I was really excited to be here and see about you know all these new opportunities in the industry where they're taking different different ideas from all over the place. We had everything from you know some some great you know collaboration of data ideas to some really practical you know um, castration knives and, uh, and 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 pig traps, but like all of them showed innovation and thinking about new businesses and creating new businesses in Australia so awesome to be here yeah so what what are you doing here besides this for the week what's Microsoft's priorities up in the beef capital capital yeah so we, we were really excited to sponsor the event um, we've come up here as a sponsor I'm, I'm going to be speaking tomorrow about um, Microsoft and our sustainability goals and it's a really relevant topic at the moment because there's been a Microsoft's just recently purchased some carbon credits from a couple of um, New South Wales cattle producers and so you know it's timely timely uh, to be here and, and to talk about how sustainability missions and sustainability goals that you know large corporates have and, and that they can have a huge impact on you know Australian businesses as producers and farmers adopt the kind of techniques and data monitoring um, activities to capture the data about what they're doing on their land and then to, to, to monetize just yet another part of their business and uh, and, and, and drive really good uh, business results for their businesses as well. So Yeah, and, I, and it's the practical side of that. And I guess, you you know, there's quite a few things that I would like to ask you about from what you just said. But then when you say that you purchase the carbon credits off the New South Wales producers, that's a really, you know, the, we, we seem to be going around and around with these sustainability conversations. What is the criteria for you to go in and, and be that practical? Yeah, so uh, look, so Microsoft uh, purchased just the carbon credits on a private market in the US and so you know, I couldn't really comment on the exact part of the you know, process that we that we're using but um, really it's a, it's about the, you know, creating new markets right and so there's an opportunity here for you know, people you know, companies like Microsoft to lead the way in creating a new market for carbon and um, there's you know, plenty of supply and there's actually plenty of demand from large corporates where we need to probably spend a bit more time is building the marketplace in the middle. Um, but the only way to do that is to, to learn and to try. And that's what Microsoft's trying to do with you know, the, sort of these couple of projects and then other projects we're doing around the world. There was 26 carbon projects we worked on last year around the world where we were just purchasing credits and trying to, to learn a bit more about how to do this. Yeah. And is Australia really an untapped resource in that space, like being putting their hand up and being part of that broader sustainability monetization conversation yeah i think definitely because i think a, look a big part of you know this opportunity comes from tech adoption and learning about you know how to how to you know quantify what you've got and use the right you know some of the great solutions that are on display here at Beefwick, like my grazing you know use those solutions to learn what's on your land how to move your cattle around and those solutions australia has got a reputation for being early adopters of tech generally and and also in in agriculture and so there's an opportunity for australian businesses to differentiate themselves here yeah beef australia is proudly supported by our principal partners Thanks to the Australian Government Department of Agriculture, Water and the Environment, the Queensland Government, Meat and Livestock Australia and the Rockhampton Regional Council. Thanks for listening. You can hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our episodes. And if you are enjoying listening to the show, we would appreciate a quick rating and review. Visit beefaustralia.com.au for more information on this great event.